It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street is a business show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and the state of Utah. These extraordinary business owners share their journeys of how they're thriving in today's business environment. Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism make this program possible. If it's been a while since you've had a chance to check out Clark Planetarium, I've got some good news. They're going to be open to the public March 2nd. I also have Director of Clark Planetarium, Lindsay Smith, with me. Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the Mighty Main Street Show. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Utah Office of Tourism asked us to give you a call. Well, I know that Bianca uh, is on your board, and so she really thought it'd be fun to talk to you, which is, is going to be. I can't wait to hear about all the cool things happening at Clark Planetarium. And then also, as you and I were talking about this, give us an idea of of who you represent. So Clark Planetarium is a division of Salt Lake County. We are part of the Department of Community Services. So we work alongside our county libraries, the Arts and Culture Division, Parks and Recreation. We help make our community a better place to live. Lindsay, how did you get in this business? I mean, how are you the director of this really cool planetarium? What's, What's your background? It's an interesting story because I do not have a science background. I came from the nonprofit world and have a background in English literature and professional communication and took a chance on a job at the planetarium in 2012 and rediscovered my childhood love for science. I've come full circle and I this in this role I really get an opportunity to help advocate for keeping girls and women engaged with science, um, which really hits close to home for me. And the STEM initiative as well. Well, you know what? I think you're perfect for it. You don't have to be a science expert to run this. You've got this beautiful education and uh, and communication, and you have nonprofit experience. So I think you're absolutely perfect for it. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been the director? I'm still pretty new in this role. I became the director in November of 2019. Oh, my gosh. And then a handful of months later... Bang. Pandemic. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. Listen, you have to share with us all the cool things going on. I went to your website, did a little bit of research on my own, and just got excited. I can't can't wait to come back. And so tell us what people can expect when you open up on March 2nd. So they can expect to enjoy our 10,000 square feet of exhibits. We, of course, have plenty of COVID safety guards in place. Um, Masks are required social distancing required, Um, you know, just like everybody else, our sanitization and cleaning schedule has uh, really increased. And people can enjoy one of our incredible shows in either the Hanson Dome Theater or the Northrop Grumman IMAX Theater. So when they go to these shows, what are they going to see? We offer an incredible range of shows, everything from dinosaurs of Antarctica in the IMAX Theater to exploring 
asteroids and the um, uh, origin of our solar system. So the the topics are really broad and really exciting. So no matter whether you're into space or you're um, more of a nature buff, we have something in our theaters to help you get engaged with science. Do you get excited about our Mars exploration? Oh, my goodness. We were so excited about the Perseverance landing. Um, And in fact, you know, in the COVID age, we really increased our virtual outreach to the community. And we have hosted a multiple multiple of virtual events all about the Perseverance rover. And I have one coming up in partnership with the Girl Scouts on March 4th. And we have a female engineer who worked on the Perseverance rover talking to us about um, the mission. I think it's exactly what we needed in the United States. And it was so fun to see all the scientists and the engineers, just the great big hoop when it landed, you know, showing us their workspace and how excited they all were. I didn't know this, but when they, any materials that they scoop up, they keep in this highly secure, highly sterile environment to make sure that they don't introduce something from Mars that could harm us here on Earth. I I didn't realize that. I thought you just grab some dirt and fly back home, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and we're being very careful about ensuring that we're keeping Mars a pristine pristine environment, too. See, I love that. I know I'm excited. You know what I didn't realize, and I found out that you have a uh, fabulous store. And so when I went to your website, I was checking out all the telescopes. I really, really want a telescope. I think it would be so cool, especially with our Dark Sky Initiative. Um, I want to take a telescope, and I want to go to Antelope Island, and I want to look at our dark skies. I may be biased. But I think there's no better place to buy a telescope than Clark Planetarium because my staff, they are so incredibly knowledgeable. They can help you find the right telescope for your skill level and walk you through how you set it up, how you use it. So it's such a personalized, incredible experience. We want to make sure that um, people really enjoy their telescopes and get the most out of that experience. Well, look at all the cool things that are happening. I mean, it's one thing to go out and look at a wolf moon, but look at all the wonderful things. That, look what Saturn. I was, my husband and I were trying to look at Saturn with binoculars just so we could try and see the rings. I mean, I would have loved to have had one of your telescopes. So I'm not going to miss any more of this, especially some, some of this stuff, you know, won't happen again for hundreds of years. So I'm definitely going to get one. I heard you have a great store. I also had a chance to, um, for kids, making s'mores with solar power. Yeah, um, you mentioned the store. It's incredible. And everything from science kits where kids can make s'mores using solar power to um, exploring how to build their own model rockets. It's an incredible store that is fun, but also educational. Well, can adults come in there? I mean, I want to make, first of all, if if it's food right now, I'm so food focused that I want to make s'mores with solar power. You know, I can use that as an excuse to be able to eat them because we kind of think of them as kid food, but I love a good s'more. Oh, me too. And I believe that you're never too old to come to the planetarium and shop in our store and enjoy everything we have to offer. Absolutely. Tell me about your education outreach. We have an incredible education outreach program. We reach the entire state, every district, with our outreach program. We send our AstroVan program equipped with educators and hands-on activities across the state to make sure that kids feel really engaged about science. And we also help train teachers so that teachers feel really comfortable and prepared to teach their students about science. 
this sounds like a museum. I mean, you have an, a museum-type attitude in having this outreach. I mean, you're supported by Salt Lake County, but you believe in supporting children in the state of Utah. I'm impressed with that. What are you doing for STEM initiatives? I know that that's a passion for you. Tell me about your STEM initiatives with Clark. So I'm really excited about the coding and technology programming that we've launched over the last couple of years. We have an after-school code program right now that's a virtual program. We just launched a virtual Mindstorms program, helping kids learn how to code and get excited about science, STEM, technology, all of the above, in a way that feels really accessible. Of course, I also touched on how much, how important I think ensuring that girls and women are engaged with science, and our team does a really incredible job of creating and presenting these programs, often in partnership with um, partners like the Girl Scouts, to really have experiences that feel fun, welcoming, engaging. So do you see the light go on? Yes, you do. And I've had over over my years here, over the almost 10 years here, multiple people who, as adults, have told me that it was a visit to the planetarium as a kid that really made their love of science just turn on. It was a moment for them where they thought, oh, man, this is so cool. And it became a, a, life, a lifelong love for them. I love hearing that. You know what? That's remarkable work, and especially your outreach beyond the borders of Salt Lake County. I just think that is very responsible and very cool. Um, Give us your address so people know where to go to this beautiful 10,000-square-foot facility and get flipped on to science. So tell us your address again. We are in the Gateway in downtown Salt Lake City at 110 South 400 West, right near the Children's Museum, right in the Gateway. Oh, okay. So you are in the Gateway. That's And the Gateway has a renaissance going on right now. The gateway's getting discovered. Oh, oh, I love all of the public art that they're putting into this space. It's becoming such a cool space and definitely a renaissance, and we're excited to be a part of it. Would you please give us your website address so people know where they can go and check out your virtual tours and check out the store and kind of get an idea of what to expect when they come to Clark? You can visit us at clarkplanetarium.org and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Lindsay Smith, Director of Clark Planetarium, thank you so much for all your work and your dedication and clearly your passion. And we look forward to you opening up to the public on March 3rd. All the best. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing the community come back. If you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.